I'm Sarah. And this is Everything is Rent, a podcast where we talk about the best musical of all time, Rent, song by song. Today we have some incredible guests. We're very <laughs> excited to have them. Uh, you may know them from uh, appearances on various TV shows and commercials, various shows around the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, <laughs> including our improv team, Cardinal Redbird, Jake Regal, and Andrew Hansen. Hey! hey. So happy to be here. <laughs> Two incredible guests. Yeah, you laughed when she said that. <laughs> it's just because, like... You're, we see you constantly. <laughs> That's true. But you are incredible guests. Yes. Yeah, but right. we also see you all the time. Aren't friends kind of like an incredible guest to your own life? <laughs> That's no. true. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, no. Uh, Andrew, you don't have to wear the headphones all the time. Oh, got it, got it, got it. For those who couldn't see in the visual medium, had one can on, one can off. <laughs> one uh, can on, one can off. They do nothing. <laughs> They're not well, I'll tell that to my warm ear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about um, a little bit later the final song oh in the first act of Rent. And it's entitled Love You Bohem B. B. <laughs> Very important. Good title. Song. Good title. Um, but first, we always ask what do you know about Rent? What do you think about it? Jake? Oh. Gosh, uh, I'm not a huge musicals guy in general. I must be. Everyone in my family is. My dad loves musicals. My mom, my sister, they all they all really dig musicals. And that was my, I think, big rebellion from my family uh, was not liking <laughs> musicals. What a rebellion. It was a big stand. Some kids mm-hmm. drink. Some mm-hmm. kids smoke. I watch mumblecore movies. Uh, I honestly would be so disappointed if I had a kid and they didn't like musicals and liked mumblecore movies. <laughs> I'm your nightmare. Salt in the wound. Thank God you're not my son. Yeah. So my first experience with it, other than being familiar with it conceptually, is when we, our improv team, did a production of it. And then the first time I saw it was when we, our improv team, went to see it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So just uh, what we've forced you to partake in. You are fully responsible for my knowledge of the musical Your third experience is being on a podcast about about Rent. One, two, three. Uh And this is not uh, relevant to that, but before we all went to see the production of Rent at the Pantages, we all uh, made ourselves go to the Hard Rock Cafe as well. Oh yeah, we had dinner at the Hard Rock Cafe on Mm -hmm. Sunset. That was not my first, second, or third time at a Hard Rock Cafe. (laughs) (laughs) Great. At that one? Yeah, you've been on the podcast Everything is Hard Rock Cafe (laughs) many times. Uh, No, the the one in City Walk was like a a real haunt in high school, I feel like. Yeah. Or at least a small handful of times. Sure. Yeah. That's a funny place to be popular for high school students. I mean, it's not like my friends and I would have gone there too had we lived near a Hard Rock Cafe. For sure. Instead, we were at the Rainforest Cafe every weekend. No, not true. (laughs) Too expensive. Mm. When I grew up, everyone hung out in the parking lot outside of the Taco Bell. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. we did too. It was in and out for us, but still the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. What an insane thing. Do kids still do that? Probably not. They're probably on their their doodads. Uh, they're on their doodads. They got, they're all God. on their own screens. Um, <laughs> we should mention Andrew Hansen is all of our dads. <laughs> our doodads. Our doodads. <laughs> uh, we'll edit. You'll edit that out, surely, nope. to keep me sounding cool. Uh, <laughs> we don't have time to edit out every dad thing you say. So. But the, the parking lot was like deciding where to go next, or at least it was for my friends. It was just a two-hour-long oh. conversation of where should we yes. go. It was it's time it, to but go. But it home. was like a two-hour. We're going to hang out here. Maybe yeah. we'll order a little bit of Taco Bell, but we're going to hang out. We're going to talk. We're going to yeah. decide where to go next. Yeah. And then very often it'd be like, That's never mind. Right. We're I'm not going to go do home. It. Ours yeah. was often a negotiation of the worst thing we could do that wasn't criminal, mm. like fully criminal. So it'd be like, are we going to like, you know, put a bunch of shit on a friend's car as a funny prank? Mm-hmm. Are we going to break into a swimming pool? Are we going to, you know, it was like, what's, how's, What's the most bad we can be? What's the most bad you ever was? What's the most bad I ever was? I had both of those things I just okay. mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. uh-huh. nice. yeah. Burbank yeah. had a curfew, so just staying up past 10 was was that for us. Wow. Yeah. A curfew? Yeah. I wow. think they still do. I, I could be wrong for people under 18. Mm, yeah. Wild. Closes down. It's a ghost town, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, everyone's looking at me, yeah. so it must be my turn to talk about my experience with the rent. Yeah, well, and 
Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's funny that my experience is, uh, markedly different from Jake's. I had never seen it before our improv team did a production of it. (laughs) And then shortly after that, I went to the 25th anniversary tour of it at Pantages. Um, Which is also where I Now, where'd you have dinner before Pantages? Before Pantages, I went to the Hard Rock campaign. Uh, yeah, um... Yeah, no, that was a similar. I did like musicals growing up, though, and I did see a lot of them. Um, quite a few, I should say. No, I probably haven't. I'm now, not, was it a lot or was it quite a few? <laughs> I think I'm more comfortable committing to quite a few because <laughs> I think, like, as a percentage, I've probably not seen the majority. I don't think like I'm somebody who could go toe to toe with someone who was a true like musical mm-hmm. uh, expert. Sure. What was your favorite musical? Uh, I really liked Guys and Dolls. Uh-huh. Really oh, liked Guys classic. and Dolls. Favorite part of Guys and Dolls? I think Sit Down, You're Rocking the Boat. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I also like, I think it, looking back on it, I like, I think that like I was much more interested in the Nathan Detroit storyline as a, as a, uh, when I was younger. And now looking back, I'm, I kind of like the Sergeant Sarah Sky Masterson storyline a little. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, If I Was a Bell now is a song that I find myself hearing really? in my head every once in a while i listened to it recently yeah and I think, like uh i like the melody of it i like and it's like i think it's like a fun warm song you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh i really like and that was when i also like i watched the i first saw that one with my grandma like a vhs copy with like frank sinatra marlon brando mm-hmm. um and uh um yeah and then um but then yeah i saw i think a couple productions of it we would in st louis where I grew up in St. Louis. Um, <laughs> we'll uh, cut that out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a, you know, there's this place called the Muni Opera. It's a big outdoor theater. They would do big uh, shows there every yeah. summer. Mm. Uh, part of Forest Park. And that was fun. Like me and my family would go to that. So I saw like, I think like Seven Brides or Seven Brothers, Joseph and the Amazing, Technical Dream Code, Cats. Um, and a whole bunch of other ones I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I also always liked Little Shop, but I actually don't think I ever saw that one on stage. Just I, the classic movie. The Rick Moranis, yeah. Frank Oz. Such a good movie. So good. Mm. Yeah. 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 So I had not seen Rent, because, um, yeah, that would have been one that, like, the Muni, it would have been too cutting edge, too yeah. sure. edgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's Muni. doing some Reds for Seven Brothers, Cats, and Joseph... We're not getting anywhere. We're not uh-uh. even probably getting to like Chicago, as edgy as Chicago. Oh, yeah. no. And I mean the musical, not the city. Because <laughs> if I said Ryan. the city, we'd have to cut that out. We don't say, say city. <laughs> Only city walk. Um, the, uh, we euphemistically say where we grew up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. For those who care, you'll look it up online. I was going to the Muni Opera in the city where I grew up. And. Uh, uh, but I'll never say the name. But yeah, so yeah, Rent didn't make it to the Muni Opera, and like I didn't, I didn't like seek it out, yeah, or anything. Sure. Like I would have had to have like probably been like, "Hey, mom, I want to go to the Fox," which was like that oh. was the more like downtown theater that would get bigger shows. In and the that city sounds edgier. The yeah, Fox. the Fox. Oh yeah, yeah. The Muni. Wait, why does Fox sound edgier than Muni to you? Muni is like the municipal, like oh, governmenty. Fox is like, Rang. yeah. That's <laughs> the know. noise that theater makes. <laughs> yeah, Rang. Rang. you know, meow. I'm a fox. <laughs> meow, fox to me. <laughs> okay, bow. Right, asked and answered. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's sort of my experience. But like, yeah. you must have you heard of Rent, known something about Rent, had friends maybe that were really like, or enemies who were really annoying and liked Rent. <laughs> Uh, well, I did do a lot of theater in high school, so it it did. I yeah, I would think so, but I somehow blocked those people out of my life. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just made a full front to stop them. Uh, like like a, a lot of people who who didn't know it, I I knew the the joke version of it from Team America. Sure. Uh, which comes gives up you nearly every episode uh-huh. of this. Podcast. I think we yeah. have to do an episode about Team America. <laughs> yeah. You gotta watch that. Yeah, <laughs> I've actually never seen it. So. Mm. Me neither. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Oh. oh. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a misrepresentation of Rent, though, because not yeah. not really that many characters have AIDS in Rent. No. Just a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that a was handful. what I think I remembered. Quite a few. Quite a few, not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, that's what I knew about. You know, I was like, I think in my head, I think I, yeah, like I like I'm, yeah, like I was like, 
I think I maybe even thought of it as the AIDS musical. Yes. Like I think it's like what I thought of it as. And then after I saw it, I was like, oh, that's really just like one story. It's like almost like like just one of several storylines. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm more of an Angels in America guy, the mumble core of the AIDS Broadway <laughs> genre. <laughs> You are disappointing them so much. Yeah, as your father, Jake, I am ashamed. Doodad. Uh, I am your doodad. Um, and then, yeah, Jake, you played Angel. I did. In our production that we put mm-hmm. up. And do you remember who you played, Andrew? I remember. I just, I'm testing you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played Joanne. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, test, and I think I said testing, testing, one, two, three. Yeah, you I, and I sang Tango Maureen together. It's mm-hmm. truly still a highlight of my career. You, so. you know what disappointed me about our version is I didn't get to do any drumming. I wasn't really yeah. aware that that was a big part oh, of it. Right. We did the song, but you I did didn't, today for you. Yeah, but, but we, there was no drum section really, or maybe like I did like a little fake air drum. Maybe we, oh, we yeah. should have committed and, and really then gone for it. We saw the production it. and it's all drums. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you? Um, well, I have two questions, I guess. My first one, how, how, what was it like being in those roles, having never seen uh, this? And then a later question after we've answered that, what, what do you guys think about Rent? Do you like it? I seem to recall you liking it when we saw it. That's my memory, but I may have just uh-huh. manifested that because I needed <laughs> friends of mine to like it. Sure. But yeah, mm-hmm. what, what did you think as we were rehearsing and performing it? Well, I think that aside from the fact that I'm a white man, I think Angel is the part I probably would be cast in and like a colorblind rent. Like I'm sort of <laughs> that type in some ways. So I'm what? like, okay, I do think so. <laughs> you don't think you'd be a uh, Mark? <laughs> you, think- you are only Mark. <laughs> I know. Well, I am Mark on like... I'm a film and television mark, but when I did like theater in college, I I always played like the kind of ridiculous roles like that. Yeah, so, yeah. You I see the it. button down, Jake. Button you didn't up. see college, Jake. Uh huh. The buttons go up, they go down, they cover my entire body. We've, my pants we've are only buttoned. Seen button man. <laughs> well, yeah. This is just one phase yeah. of Jake. Like we're gonna look back on this someday and be like, "Do you remember button up, Jake?" Uh, yeah. What was like an outrageous role you played? Well, this this is going to sound like I'm just thinking about like gay content, but I was in a play called um, uh, uh, Corpus Christi, which is about what if Jesus and his apostles were gay and alive in Corpus Christi, Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I played Thomas, and he was like the most flamboyant, like comic reliefy, like character character in the entire play. Okay, I'm not just acquainting them for that reason, but sure. uh, yeah, it was like a, a, a big silly character mm-hmm. uh, in a relatively straight play, and I'm like, hmm, this does seem like something I could do. I don't know. That's why I say that. All right, All I want right. to see yeah. a video of that production. Oh, it was pretty good. It was we. So we cloistered ourselves when we were making this production. We mm-hmm. like convinced ourselves we were doing the most important theater that every any people yeah, have that's ever done. College. That's theater. how you got it. But do I, it. I had done a handful of plays. This was a little bit different. We cr- sort of created a cult. We like we did sleepovers together. We like hung out all the time, constantly. It was a little bit like the first couple months of our own improv team, uh, mm-hmm. where we just shut off all connection with the outside world. Where <laughs> uh, was everyone in the cast banging? Some people in the cast were banging. I was not banging, unfortunately. Gosh, I was trying to do some banging. And no one would bang back at me. Man. Bummer when you can't get a bang back, my friend. Oh, Can I get a bang back? No. no thank you. Good. Uh, what about you, Andrew? What was it like playing Joanne? Oh, it was really fun. I think like it was quite a, it was funny because like not having seen the play, it was like uh, a whirlwind. Like when we, when we did our reduced version of it, I could not make heads or tails of who anybody was (laughs) probably until like, I think it was like, for me, it was like when we were putting it up and everything, I just kind of like, was like, put all my faith and trust in everyone else. And was like, well, they seem to think this is a good idea. And I know well enough that I trust their taste and I'm having fun doing this, sure. mm-hmm. but I didn't understand necessarily uh, all of the context or like uh, how all the characters, like, especially when people were playing multiple characters and yeah. stuff where I was like, it wasn't until I saw it later that I actually, fully understood where everyone was. But when I would actually did Tango Maureen, I think I understood enough of the backstory. Like you explained it to me that we had like, you were 
uh, I was currently dating your ex. Right. Yeah. And so I understood that relation. And then we were bonding on it where it was like, there was a nice, like, it feels like there's an arc in the song of like, we begin as enemies and leave as friends. Kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back, I wish I had grounded my performance as, uh, <laughs> as jo- Joanne a little more. Uh, you know, I think I, you know, you put a wig on me and all of a sudden I, you know, I kind of, you know, you know, I guess, you know, I wanted to sell it a little bit, but I think I could have grounded it a little more. I thought it was uh, great. Oh. Also, um, the added factor of um, Andrew is so tall and Beth is so short. Mm. That tango scene, very funny. Loved it. Yeah. It was the highlight, of, still one of the highlights of my career, you know. Hey, uh, me too. Always will be. Always <laughs> yeah. will be. Yeah. And Jake, do you have any notes for your own performance? Um, well, yeah. In the, uh, 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 in the, the, the second song, <laughs> which escapes me because I'm not a fan of this musical. Uh, 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 wait, what is it? Me and Zeke. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'll this really will take it out because we're all good big fans of this. Mm-hmm. I'll call good big fans. We're good big fans. <laughs> I practiced that daughter. song by myself for hours at home. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to nail the duet part, and then I didn't nail it. You I didn't? Was, no, I I went a little too fast because I couldn't quite hear the keyboard um, and just the timing didn't quite go right. Yeah, and man, I was kicking myself. All right, well, it sounds like. We're gonna have to do it again. I guess we'll just do it again. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's a deal. Okay, great. Um, and then, yeah, question number two: Do I like? Do rent? you like Rent? What do you think of the show, the performance we saw, mm-hmm. etc.? I think I'm glad that we're doing this song, the end of the first act, because the first <gasps> act was pretty good, and then the second act was weird. How <laughs> dare you? What's weird about it? Well, it, it seems like it just, it, it feels like Jonathan Larson may have passed away in the middle of creating it. <laughs> no, it was all created. Okay. Or edited in any case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it feels, yeah, it's just like you less, think he started at the beginning and only got up this far. I don't know. It seems revision. less tightly put together in a narrative standpoint, mm. I guess, is okay. what I would say about it. Like what was something do you remember any specifics of the thing where you were like, that never resolved or that doesn't make sense? At this point, I don't. Uh, I, if you remember one time, Sarah, backstage at our show, I <laughs> told you that I could do the entire plot of Rent from A to Z, and I did a very so-so job of it. Do you remember? Do you not remember this at no, all? No, I don't remember. We can't really do it. Like, yeah. And, yeah. It, like as we've been listening to it, I've been like, oh, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. We were so. the first two people to show up to a show, and I was like, I can tell you the plot of Rent. I think apropos of nothing. That's, that's by <laughs> yeah. the way, why I've started to show up much later. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> Whoever's there first gets to hear the plot of Rent. From <laughs> a musical you didn't like that much. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's I do think, do it I you. do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. You, had um, you did a memory. pretty good job, but Thank it you is, so much. Thank um, you so much. Yeah, the plot is, it's not super, like, it's not like one thing leads to the next, which leads to the next. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of things happening at once, kind Seems of. Like, yeah. yeah. I think my experience of it is like it's a collection of events that tie together some really good songs. Uh, mm-hmm. And then like in the meantime, uh, oh, yeah, Angel Passes Away. Mm-hmm. That was, I remember being moved by that in the site it was funny too because when we did our thing i didn't realize till after like we really just did the first act yeah yeah so i thought yeah through the first song of the second act which is seasons of love oh okay got it which is funny to me because that really feels like an ender of a song to me (laughs) uh but um you know which is why we put it at the end you know Um, (laughs) yeah we knew what we were doing (laughs) um yeah 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 i think like my experience like i um yeah, I really liked it. You know, like, I think I liked it. I don't know that I'm a devotee in the way that, mm-hmm. like, I don't think you have to worry about me creating a competing podcast. <laughs> um, I'm worried that you won't. <laughs> I want the two of you to com- yeah, uh, we're going to make a podcast. Please make, make a, a podcast. <laughs> a competing podcast. Ours is called Some of the Things Are Rent. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I really, I really liked it. I remember it was funny too because I think I remember, like, it's also funny too that like a lot of the people we went with, especially you two, had seen it multiple times, mm-hmm. and so it was funny like how many hot takes there were coming out of the theater. Where like I came out being like, "That was a great show," you know. I think you know I was probably still riding high from the Hard Rock a little bit. But, <laughs> oh sure. Uh, but uh, but it was like I was like that was a good show. I was into that. 
Uh, I don't remember as many of the songs from the second act, which maybe corroborates Jake's uh, opinion. Sure. But uh, but it was funny that like then I remember everyone else being like, "Ugh, the guy who played Roger in this." Do you guys remember that? <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't as on board. Like I just generally enjoyed it. And I also have just such like rose-colored glasses about Rent that the second act doesn't bother me except for certain moments of it. But yes, I do remember people really not liking Roger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was funny too. I wasn't a big fan of Roger. Not a fan of Roger? Um, I thought he did fine, but I really, uh, that's I love that. He has so many great songs. He does have great songs. It's yeah. a hard role in general. For sure. Because it's it absolutely like, is. And also being on bummer. tour is hard. Yes. Um, Cut him some slack. You're right. He was the best. I love it. <laughs> uh, did you cry? You know, I don't, I don't, I didn't sob. I think that like, I That's might a have, non-answer if I've ever heard one. I think like, I, it's possible did that. Did you cry? <laughs> didn't sob. I, I, I think I, I'm trying to remember. Things I've cried at uh, recently. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, I think I recently- Are we all going to name some? Yeah. Let's all name stuff that's made us cry recently. I think that like I did, I might have teared up at Rent, but I think things that made me cry, I re, I like listened to the song um, I Dreamed a Dream from Les Mis. Yeah. That made me yeah. cry. Yeah. Recently. Made me cry. Recently. When? Recently. Uh, probably like three months ago. Okay. Uh, uh, maybe two. Sure. Um, and- um, Oh, what was it? There was, let me keep thinking. Can I come back? Yeah, we'll each go around and say mm-hmm. one thing that made us things. cry recently. Right. Uh, uh, the movie Leave No Trace made me cry. Uh-huh. The one where Ben Foster and his kid live in the wilderness of Oregon. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a wonderful movie. Same director as Winner's Bone. Big recommend, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, very sad. Very Great. good. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to choose a non-personal thing that made me cry. Mm. Um, Mine was very personal. <laughs> a these movie were both I liked. Too personal. <laughs> um, I mean, this is really, really dumb. But I did listen to um, "I'll Cover You" uh, uh, reprise, reprise, whatever, however you say that, and that makes B. me cry. B. B. <laughs> um, where uh, Colin sings "I'll Cover You" after yeah. Angelus died, and that makes me just cry. Mm. Yeah. Well, I cry every single day about something or other. But I would like to seed my answer. <laughs> can I? I want to say what made Dave cry yesterday. You can tell. Can I? Yes. More than once, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> Dave, our engineer, Mark David Christensen, discovered that the new Avengers movie mm-hmm. comes out on his birthday. Oh, wow. And that fact made him cry. Oh, that's, I think that's sweet. That's, I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's the best. Very sweet. Are you going to tear up? <laughs> you know what makes me cry sometimes? Women's wrestling. Oh, it's true. Like, yeah, if they if there's like a grueling like 25 minute women's wrestling match and it's like really well done, they don't bang back. <laughs> yeah, uh, there might be some like deep in my head sexist behavior there. I don't know, but That's interesting. Uh, but yeah, like when like the the good guy wins and it's women, like it really makes me cry in a way that I don't give a shit when it's men. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. I think that's. Um, Less sexist and I mean maybe, but in a positive way. Good sexist. But if it, <laughs> uh, I'm really digging myself a hole. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe like the pride you feel. Yeah. I will. I will cry at like pride stuff. Like I, um, a friend of mine ran a marathon, um, and I, <laughs> I didn't run it. You guys, come on. Uh, it was a. Tri- it was a. No one. We were no all. One you everyone did. thought Sorry. that I. We would. had turned away from the microphones. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> You all know I'm very fit. Um, I did. I did. I actually I was thought busy. you're so unfit. I doubt you even have a friend that ran. Oh a no, 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 no! I have a friend who ran a triathlon, and I was without thinking. What is their name? Sean Smith. <laughs> that is, is that his human it name. Is. <laughs> he lives in New York. Um, he lives in New York City, <laughs> U.S. of A. He's great. He's a swim instructor. He was in the Out 100. Do you guys know Out Mag- Magazine? Magazine. Magazine. They choose 100 people a year Me- who Magazine. are great um, uh, in the LGBT community or mm. 
allies. He was one of them. He's great, you guys. You mean he's okay. Sam Smith? He ran a marathon. And he ran a triathlon. <laughs> but ran a tri- <laughs> not even <laughs> he ran all three parts. <laughs> yeah, he got he disqualified real quick. Um, but watching truly just everyone crossing the finish line. I cried when he crossed it, but I cried when every single person <laughs> yeah. crossed it because I was else so swimming proud. across that finish line. <laughs> he was yeah, jogging they, on top of that water. Swam. He was like not in the race anymore because he'd been disqualified, but he ran it. And I was proud. All right, Andrew, we're back to you. Oh, yeah. I think I remember. Also, it's like sometimes like reading stuff will make mm. me cry. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think there's this. Uh, you, you ever read that letters to a young poet? There's this letter. I think letter number eight, I think, can consistently make me just well up mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and overflow with. You know, mm-hmm. it makes me cry. Oh, sure. That's all I need what to say. What a poetic way to put that. You oh, know, well you up gotta, and overflow When it. you're talking about uh, a poet, you better bring it. So. <laughs> well, we've done our segment, What Makes You Cry? And uh, I think it's time to listen to La Vibo M oh. B. So now I put my can on. Yeah, one on one. on, one one on. I, I couldn't help but notice that La Vie Bohème, A, you had Paul F. Tompkins, and for B, you have a couple people from your improv team. Yeah. It feels like we're the B side of him. No, no, no. You guys life. are equal. Okay. That's why we have you. All right. Mm-hmm. I really want to know what Paul F. Tompkins said made him cry. Well, the episode is out, so I guess... I will know when I listen to it <laughs> right after this. Just like all you people at home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Are we packed? Yes, and by next week, I want you to be Oh, <laughs> You've been dumped? They padlocked your building and they're rioting on Avenue B. Benny called the cops. That's fuck. fuck. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so this is Joanne delivering very important news about the riot. But no one's leaving. They're just what is that? Wait, oh, we all think they are moon. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get the audience to move. So this part of the song is just like definitions of words. Is that right? The, yeah. Yeah. That performance are pretty good. Yeah. Definitely. This definitely reminds. It almost reminds me of like. Oh, for yes. sure. Oh, for sure. Yes. Correct. We're listing lots of things. Here comes us on lots of things. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where if these lyrics were written out in front of us, they might not add up to a whole lot. I'm sure. I'm looking at them and they look insane. But lots of people are singing at the same time, so it feels very powerful. It's the whole cast. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's on stage. And this is, as you said, this is what brings us to the end of In the mainstream, he has both questions. Out or in the mainstream? From the title, I'm a little disappointed that there's not more of them singing the letter B. get the narration Mm-mm. in this one so we'll have to recap what this happened. is a stupid mm-hmm. question is okay. viva is that a french word <laughs> yes okay <laughs> no no it's but it i mean it, what is what is it okay it's so it is spanish, spanish into or french italian. or oh, italian is it not viva la viboem <laughs> no i Does, think we're mixing languages yeah i think so too i think they're deliberately mixing languages but i don't okay. know because i only know english and a little bit of spanish I had always assumed, um, but I... It's definitely Spanish. I'm like, right? sure, yes. It can't but be It French. could be French or Italian. It's a good question. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, so this... So, yeah, to recap what's happening in this song, Marina's done her protest. She... At, it ends with her having everyone moo with her, of course. Mm-hmm. So then Joanne comes in and tells Maureen she needs to move out. And I cannot figure out why. Yeah, is it because um, because they like Tango Maureen happened and she mm-hmm. found out like, oh my god, Mark is telling me that uh, Maureen is like crazy and she's gonna cheat on me and I feel uncomfortable, and then she doesn't get a moment to really talk to Maureen until after her performance at this moment, and Maureen's like ordering her around, like put yeah. the equipment away. She's uh-huh. just frustrated. She's yeah. yeah, but they're also smooching and stuff. 
Yeah. And like I don't smacking know. each other. It's like a very butts. angry smooch and butt, butt smack. <laughs> They're banging back. Yeah. And then suddenly, yeah, Joanne comes in. This is right after, I should tell you, Maureen says, are we packed? Yes. And by next week, week I want you to be, dang, what a, mm. what a blow. And then Joanne delivers all the information about um, they padlocked, the, you know, Benny padlocked the building. There's a riot. Benny called the cops. Um, but mm. no one's leaving. There's like a sit-in protest. Everyone's They're moving. moving. It worked. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. And that inspires them to sing another list of things, which they already did in uh-huh. La Vibo M, the first one. And these ones are strange. <laughs> this list of things. No way to make a living, masochism, pain, perfection, muscle spasms, chiropractors, short careers, eating disorders, film. <laughs> I have another stupid question about this one. Like, I, I in this one, like, someone shouts one word, and then they list a lot of other words. They yes. all shout, and one person lists. So are those, like, sub-information of that first thing, or are um, they just a list of tell things? Tell me if this is a sub-thing of film, oh. adventure, tedium. Oh. No family, yeah, huh? boring locations. I think so. Dark rooms, perfect faces, egos, money, Hollywood and sleaze. Yeah, and the dance. Guess, yeah, it's dance. And then yeah. it's no way to make a living, masochism, pain, perfection, muscle spasms, chiropractors, short uh-huh. careers. Eating. Jake! Oh, my Look God. who we the actual rent fan is. We are idiots. That's incredible. Yeah. And then they have music, food of love. Hmm? Yeah. If music is the food of love. Play mm-hmm. on. A little reference to Twelfth Night. Yeah. Very sure. good. Emotion, mathematics, isolation, rhythm, feeling, power, harmony, and heavy competition. Sure. Uh, <laughs> heavy. Heavy. Um, and then anarchy, revolution, justice, screaming for solutions, forcing changes, risk, and danger, making noises, making noise, and making pleas. Now, we can't read the next one because it's a bunch of derogatory terms. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know what line you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Now, and there's nothing like, there's no word before that. Right. But it is, it is like saying to all these people. Yeah. They're taking it back. For yeah, sure, sure. But we're, we can't. And, and, and even the terms that were not derogatory at the time have since become so in yes. that line. Yes. Um, yeah. But then it's then they're saying like, to me, to me, to you, you, and you. Yeah. Um, but they point at the audience. It's very cheesy. To yeah. You and you and you, you and you. God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then Mark's just jamming out. Anyone out of the mainstream? Is anyone in the mainstream? Anyone alive with a sex drive? Tear down the wall, aren't we all? The opposite I don't know if that's of that's like a Berlin Wall reference. Oh, maybe. Right. I mean, it's um, when the, does the show start getting written? Like ninety four or something? Like it starts. It in the eighties. Oh, it does. Like late 80s. Well, it so, takes yeah. place now because okay, it comes. Yes, yes. It was on Broadway in ninety six, which means and it's right. like years and years and years to mm-hmm. get a Broadway show. Up. Not for me, man. <laughs> Viral oh, yeah. will be up next year. Well, you had that one. Came out right away. What was it again? In the Heights. <laughs> <laughs> and then, did you have a follow? up I did not do a follow up. No, you, you only wrote in the no, Heights. That was just okay. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> Heard about Let's it? Write mm-hmm. something else. Uh, something historical, maybe. Mm, nope. Okay. Okay. Well. Uh. Yeah. The opposite of war is in peace. It's creation. creation. Woo! Mm-hmm. Um. And then. Because we just watched the, a video of the or YouTube clip of the 2008 revival of this, that Mark narrates like tight spotlight on his head and his camera, and he tells us that uh, Roger and Mimi share a kiss, mm-hmm. and then and what's the, the other protests thing? Uh, continue into the night. Um, and Wait, he tells us that he yeah, s- says it out like, to oh, the audience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the protests continued into the night. The Christmas tree burned or something. Yeah, something like that, and then, and then they come back in with yeah, Viva La Vie Bohem. It was that a like an actual historical like riot in New York? No, Mm -mm. definitely not. I mean, I don't know if there was an equivalent, but certainly the Maureen told everyone to moo, and everyone mooed into the night is not a historical ref. Well, is it something that happens in La Bohem? Or some uh, maybe yeah. we don't know Lobo M, <laughs> yeah, but it, okay. yeah, it might be referential yeah. to a plot point in Lobo M. Yeah, but we, we might have know? to go back to Lobo M to find out why Maureen's locking her out right at the beginning out of nowhere. Yeah, why Joanne yeah kicks her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That might be a good source because we did find out via Twitter that the you know how Angel kills a dog. Sure, 
in La Boheme, it's a bird. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is a lot of stuff in this that you're like, what? And then it's like, oh, it's from an opera, and opera plots are all insane. Bananas. Right. No one could own a bird in modern day times. Yeah. And no. Yeah. You guys got to set that bird free. You guys got to do a, a better call Saul of this podcast called Everything is La Boheme. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. The better yeah. call Saul to this it podcast tracks. is Everything is La Boheme. 100% tracks. <laughs> yeah, we'll listen to all. Uh, is it an Italian opera? I'm, it is. Right? It it's is Italian. Almost, it's, it's Italian. It's Italian. It's, it's Italian? almost yes. seven o'clock. I'm right? the best. It's, Itali- it's, it's, it's by Puccini. It's Italian. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm dropping my mic, even though it's in a stand. Let's just stop at the end of Act One. We're good. Much like our uh, our live version mm-hmm. just said at the end of Act One. Um, Jake, I cannot believe you unlocked Rent Lyrics for me. What an insane treat. What can I say? I'm a very smart boy. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only thing you can't say. You're a very smart boy. Um, Yeah. Oh, and then there's this fun little joke where Maureen calls Joanne Pookie, which is a thing that Mark had warned Joanne about. Oh, yeah. Tango Maureen. So that comes to fruition. Mm -hmm. It is a weird, because we did watch the video clip, and it is like it starts off with... are we packed? Yes. And by next week, you should be. Maureen's like, Pookie? And then Joanne turns around to everyone else is like, here's what's happening. They padlock the building. And Maureen uh, says to Joanne, like, that fuck. Like, we're going to bond. Benny. And uh, Joanne, like, gives her just this nasty look. Yeah. Mm. And is like, uh-uh. But then Maureen goes back to partying. Yeah, like, as soon as the, like, core, or, like, the verse kicks in where they're listing, I didn't start the fire things. She's just dancing around with all of there's like mm-hmm. no acknowledgement that anything went down. Yeah. But that might be that production. I don't know. Maybe yeah. there's more. Mm. Um, I'm just struck by any musical theater also now, just like all the like great dancing going on on stage. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like like just all I guess in rent it is like a kind of like it's cool that like you don't have am I correct in thinking that in most productions there's not like a ton of extras because the ensemble's so big that yeah. like it's mostly like if you're on stage, you're dancing and you're singing, kind of. What do you mean extras? Like just standing around? Or actually, I guess when I think about it. <laughs> like, uh, when they have like a football scene and a Broadway musical, they're not going to have 10,000 people on stage, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, can you explain your question? I guess, yeah, I think like... I think as I think I maybe answered my own question. Uh, I mean, there are definitely like, like scenes in musicals where like people sort of just walk by in the back, like just business. Yeah, I that think exists. I am thinking of like like they, like I feel like sometimes there is like I guess they are all like dancing and singing a lot of times, but it's like <laughs> but like there's sometimes there's isn't there like a word for it? Is it the chorus or the yeah? Sort, like it's like. But it's like, I feel like in Ren, I'm trying to think like, was there a course or is it all just like, you're like a character. You're like, you're. There's an there's ensemble. Like, yeah. They're called they, the, un- yeah, the They ensemble. have a couple songs, right? Like these weird interstitial songs yeah. throughout the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they fill in, a lot of people fill in in like multiple roles. So they'll like come in as like Mark's mom and then she'll be in the ensemble and then she'll be this and then and that. Oh, all the voicemails. I forgot there's about that. There's all the that. voicemails. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's mm-hmm. Lexi Darling. All the parents have a voicemail yeah. at one point. That was a new technology then. They're very excited to include it in a play. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And But you're right that like in the traditional way of like other musicals where, you know, like in um, it, there would be like a scene in Guys and Dolls where they're at the Kit Kat Club and they're watching the girls dance. And there would be like tables where people are just sitting watching. Right. And those are the Mm -hmm. extras that we're thinking of in my mind versus in this when they're on stage, they're more participatory and part of the number. Yeah, that's I think that. Thank you. I think that (laughs) is the case much more in rent than in traditional musicals. Very cool. I'm on board. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say another word because (laughs) I think I just got saved. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're great. I'm great. We've all done very good. (laughs) Oh, Hamilton is the other musical I made. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You always forget about I that I forgot one. about that one. It's a small mm. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're in a movie uh, that's... I don't think so. No? Okay. Right. Um, you no. are. No, no. Mm. I think you're right. I can't think of any No, I don't think movies. I am. I guess not. Okay. You did the music for Moana, though. 
That's correct. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did do the music for Moana. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh huh. Man, I really. I was Oscar nominated for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Did you? What won that year? Mm, might have been me. <laughs> I think it might have been La La Land, maybe. Oh, which okay. would be a shame. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, wait, I'll take a, I'll, t- I'll say it. I'll put it on the record. La La Land should not have won. Oh. Won what? I mean, anything. it didn't win anything. anything. You don't wait, think it did you turn the Oscars song? off right before the end? Uh, I turned it off right before the beginning. Just <laughs> <laughs> okay. nonsense right at this before point. before the beginning. Um, well, what do you think of this song? Any other opinions? It's sort of a... It's a brief one. It's, it's a narrative. reprise of sorts. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Oh, I saw the movie scene on YouTube. I'd mm. never seen the movie version it's very underwhelming. Maybe in the context of the movie, it reads better, but it's just sort of them kind of dancing on that cafe, just sort of, it's not very mm-hmm. kinetic. It's very static. And if that's the end of an act, uh, I guess they don't send people away in the movie for 15 minutes to go buy M&Ms. But, well, I uh, guess yeah. in in the context of the play, the musical, mm-hmm. sorry, mm-hmm. Black, um, it all goes like all the way through. It's like La Vie Boheme, and then Mimi and Roger discover that they have AIDS and they have this like, Slow romantic song and that bleeds right into this. You know, there's like no so it's break. Like picking it right right. And then this, so it's almost all one big shebang, all, mm-hmm. like all like it's careening a into of songs. this. Yeah. yeah, and then, um, so I could see if it was disconnected from the song before it or whatever. Would be like, why are we doing? Like, why right. not just end with La Vibo and the act with La Vibo M? Um, but a lot of people probably think it does end there and would be surprised to hear, nope, there's two more just weird little songs <laughs> Including in there. Including that again, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like an organized version of it. Yeah. Whereas the other one is just willy-nilly, right. like words that sort of rhyme. This Well, one is I like, don't know. Let's have Jake listen to it and he'll figure analyzing, it out. Analyzing. <laughs> um, great. Uh, are you ready for segment number three? Yeah. So scary. Okay, so this is a game that we have played once previously. You'll know you'll know the game because it's a game everyone knows. We played it with Nicole Byer. Now, Nicole is known for uh, her podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? She's mm-hmm. very into sex. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, as are the two of you. So we're reviving <laughs> we're reviving the game for you. It's Great. Fuck Mary Kill. And we're gonna give you some rent characters and you're gonna tell us fuck Mary Kill. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, ready as I'll ever be. First three, Mark, Roger, Benny. And okay. maybe this, we'll just do Jake on this one, and then we'll do Andrew on this I feel one. like I got easy enough characters, because I think I know who they all are, which is great. Yeah. Uh, Mark is our narrator. He's the filmmaker. Roger's the rock star. Uh, Benny is the, wait, who's Benny? The Benny villain. is the lover of Angel? No, he's the, the villain. villain. He's the villain. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's rich. He wants them to pay their rent. Oh, man. Well, you got to marry Benny then, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay. He's rich yeah. versus two poor assholes. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I have enough filmmakers in my own life right now. I, I guess I have to fuck Roger and kill Mark. This feels pretty easy to me, okay. to be totally mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. All right, Andrew. Um, fuck, Mary kill. Maureen, Joanne, Peggy. Maureen, Joanne, Peggy. And can I ask who someone is? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Who's Peggy again? Oh, you know, Peggy. She uh, works at and the ad. And Peggy. And Peggy. She works at the ad company. She works at the ad company. Yeah, she's uh-huh. like a sort of plucky. Mm-hmm. And Peggy. She's a, Does she say anything or does she just get referred to as? Just gets referred to. I think to. I know where this game is going. <laughs> No, she she <laughs> sings one part and she, she sings. They go and, and Peggy, Peggy, and then she goes, "That's me." Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I think. Uh, well, I mean, you don't marry Maureen. No, that well, just sounds. Okay. I mean, it sounds. Yeah, it's. Uh, seems like that. That seems like I can eliminate that. Okay. Uh, okay. I can eliminate one ninth of my. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you cannot do it this way. <laughs> <laughs> this episode will be five hours long. Uh, uh, cool. I will. I will. I will marry Joanne. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the choice. I will fuck Maureen. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I will kill Peggy. Wow. Uh, Peggy. Wow. Because I don't know who she is. So it's easy. 
I guess like yeah, that's what makes gives me the ability to make that decision. Okay, okay. sure. I'm yeah, not saying it's later. the right thing to do, but all right. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did I make the wrong choice? No, I, I. I mean, your choices are your own. Yes, mm. that's okay. true. Okay, Jake, mm-hmm. are you ready? Yeah. Fuck Mary Kill. Uh huh. Collins, Wilsper Pigsworth, <laughs> or. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Dan the Pineapple Man. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and not ask any questions about who any of these characters are. Uh, Collins, Collins, I believe, unless I'm, wait. You're he, not going to ask any questions? No, I'm not going to ask any questions. All right. Dan Dan the Pineapple Man, I believe, has something to do with the city of Santa Fe, although I don't quite recall. Uh, I'm going to, he's good for something. A pineapple man <laughs> is a man of pineapples, pineapple rich, has a trove of pineapples and any sort of uh, a trove of anything's worth a little bit of moolah. And mm-hmm. if you know anything about me, I'm all about the moolah. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and marry Dan Dan the pineapple wow, man. Okay. Uh, who's the second name again? Wilsper Pigsworth. Gotta fuck Wilsper Pigsworth. <laughs> oh. You're killing Collins? <laughs> Look, it's not that I want to kill Collins, it's that I want to fuck Wilsper Pigsworth. Wilsper. Wilsper. <laughs> that sounds like it could be the name of a cat character, but if it is a human being, then I'm 100% on board with this. Um, I, I don't know, it, it's such a disgusting name that I'm going to lower my expectations, and when I see Pigsworth, I'm like, ooh. That's all human, and we're gonna go for a, a night in the in the the old haystacks. All right, makes sense. Wow. All right. Okay. Um, Andrew. Oh yeah. Um, we've got Mimi, Stanley, Michael Scott. Fuck Mary <laughs> Kill. Michael Scott from The Office. No, no. Michael, Michael Scott, Scott from Rent. Rent. Which one is he? Oh, he owns a paper company. <laughs> he owns the paper company. <laughs> the Manhattan Paper Company. The uh-huh. Manhattan Paper Company. Michael Scott owns the Manhattan Paper Company. It's called Dunder Mifflin. It's called Dunder. Now, now I'm confused again. Um, uh, wait. So Michael Scott, Mimi, and Stanley. Stanley and Stanley. <laughs> which one's Stanley again? From Rent. Yeah. From Rent. Okay. He's sort of like a sarcastic black guy, like a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he doesn't put up with any of Michael Scott from Rent's nonsense. Mm-mm. Okay. Got it. Um. Got it. I uh, let's see. A no nonsense sarcasm. That sounds like who you marry. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like uh-huh. somebody who you know. It's like, yeah. It's like a little little banter. A little. Well, I guess I don't need to. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll marry. I'll marry him. Stanley. I'll marry Stanley. And we got uh, Mimi and Michael Scott. I will. Uh, I guess I will fuck Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Why? <laughs> just, just I I need paper. I need paper. Uh, and uh, I'm tired of paying for it. I need I need paper. Uh, I like um, you do all your work on a typewriter. Yeah, that's my chosen way of writing. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then uh, oh man, it's so hard to uh, kill. It's a brutal game. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, but I guess I will. I guess I will kill me. Me. Wow. I will wait. Wait. Me, I will me. kill me. Me. Wow. <laughs> you really retained a lot. Yeah. Did right. you listen to it after? Somewhat. Yeah. Or okay. yeah. I, some, yeah. I listened to it. Uh, yeah. I listened to it. Uh, yeah. When was the last time? Uh, not very recently. Okay. But you've yeah. cried more recently than you've listened to the rent. <laughs> that is correct, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jake, last one. Okay, Grant. Fuck Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. Mr. Zippers, Mr. Nippers, <laughs> Mr. Big Dippers. Okay, um <laughs> <laughs> And all these characters are from the musical Rent. Yeah, they're yeah, all by from Jonathan Larson. Rent. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Uh Mr. Zippers, Mr. Nippers, and Mr. Big Dippers. Is yeah, that right? I got it. They all they have that trio. Towards the end of the second act, we are the misters. Mm-hmm. Right. That's when I said that the narrative, yeah, it starts to fall apart a little yeah. bit story-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, Mr. Nippers um, sounds like he's going to, when I think nippers, I think nipping at my heels. Uh, <laughs> I don't want someone who's going to be on my back. 
But I, then again, someone who's encouraging me to try harder to accomplish more. Mm -hmm. Which is Mr. Nipper's character throughout the entire show. Oh, right. Yeah. He doesn't appear until the end of the second act, but. Yeah, it's he's... understood. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I will marry Mr. Nippers. Um, and, you know, if I'm going to. If I'm going to uh, go for a bang and a bang back, I'm going to want a Big Dickers. And Mr. Big Dippers probably has a small Dickers if he's named Big Dippers. So I'm going to kill Mr. Big Dippers for a small Dickers. I think this might be a good time for me to ask, can you edit out when I said La La Land shouldn't have won anything? I'm worried I might offend Damien Chazelle. Oh, fuck Mr. Pippers. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Mr. Pippers? Yeah. We all know there's a character named Mr. Zippers. I don't know who Mr. Pippers is. Oh, you're crying. Uh, yeah, this may be. <laughs> Most recent cry. Oh, uh, Mary Poppins Returns. I'm in that. Yes. That is the movie yeah. that I'm in. Oh, I thought right. so. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, that's yeah. in my mind. Um. Well, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Um, uh, what do you guys want to tell us about plug or your, you can t say your Instagram handle, Andrew or whatever, <laughs> wherever else people can find you. Oh yeah. Uh, you can find me, uh, I'm on Instagram at sale to Cincinnati. It is an Instagram account, uh, managed by Sarah classical. <laughs> the uh, only time Andrew sees it is when I show it to him in person. Otherwise you can follow me in the real world. If you see me on six, four, I'm 175 pounds, uh, balding, brown hair, hazel eyes. Uh, if you're in Los Angeles, come to upright citizens brigade theater, see me with Cardinal Redbird and then follow me after the show. If, uh, yeah. And if we talk, uh, then maybe I'll ask you to stop following me or, uh, or we'll exchange information. Uh, uh, yeah. Great. Jake. Uh, I'm at Jake Regal on, on sorts, all sorts of social media. Uh, I'm also on the team Cardinal Redbird. I'm five foot seven, brown hair, brown eyes. I take finasteride so I don't lose my hair. Uh, I like to walk everywhere as well. Uh, so you can probably find me on the streets of Los Angeles. All right. Um, great. Uh, and you, listener, please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. But as, you, as we all know, only, Only nice, the nice things. things. Thank you. <laughs> Email us at everythingisrentpod at gmail.com. Instagram us at everythingisrent. Twitter, everything underscore rent. And we would like to thank Zach Reno for doing our music. Thank you to James Mulholland for our artwork. And Mark David Christensen for being the best and doing everything else. And you should also check out his podcast. Um, oh, man, there's another Aw, Hellboy. Oh, crap, a Hellboy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Beth. Bye-bye. Uh, Bye. I really started that on the fly and ended perfectly. Hi, I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. We're the hosts of Cardishianate, a podcast about all things Kardashian here on Campfire Media. The first family of Calabasas is back with season 15 of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. We're recapping episodes each week and covering a never-ending news cycle of the rapidly expanding Kardashian universe. Which includes crossovers with your favorite rap and sports stars. And this season we can expect family drama, secret pregnancies, the Chloe Tristan cheating scandal, and cover-up. And let us not forget Kanye's pre-album drop meltdown or Kim's new Trump allegiance. Hey, even if you aren't a fan of this family, their reach stretches to so many areas of pop culture, you're not going to want to miss our examination of the ultimate celebrity phenomenon. So check out Kardashian It, a podcast about all things Kardashian. And remember, the devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. Kardashian It on Campfire Media. Campfire.